Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I want to say good afternoon to Shavo. How you doing? Hey, how are you? I'm good, man. I'm, I'm, I've got a fellow Nigerian at the other side of the table. This is, this is a, it's a wonderful experience. It's good. How are you feeling? Though? How's everything going today? Um, I'm great. It's a rainy day. Yeah. You know, I had to put on my manager's jacket not to get my hair wet, you know. Mm. But we move. Maybe I was like that. You're someone that I see as um, you're exclusive. Right. I've not seen too many interviews for you. Yeah. Um, what, what, what are you selective? Like, are you, are you conscious of like what you say, where you be seen or why would you be more selective in terms of how you put yourself, put yourself out in the media? Um, because I've been rapping for 10 years and you know, when I was rapping, when people remember me with my red weave and the boogie running down my nose, <laughs> talking about tough yacht like me can make a better cry, you know, it was a lot of controversy associated to that. Um, before there was Instagram, it was Facebook and it was Twitter. And, you know, people used to drag me for all the crazy things I used to do. So I said, when I'm coming back into music, I just want it to be about my music. And on top of that, I feel like as a brand, and what I'm trying to do, exclusivity sells. So I'm very conscious about, you know, where I place myself and, you know, what I do and what I don't do. Because I don't want to oversaturate um, myself. Mm-hmm. You said that, because, um, okay, so 10 years ago, the internet weren't the same, but what, at that time, what what was the controversy? Why was it seen as being anything at that time, the way you were rapping then? Um, I was outrageous. I was talking about four fives when I was 14 years old. Oh. And, you know, people people that remember me from 10 years ago know I was outrageous. I was, you know, saying a lot of crazy things and stuff like that. But that's why I don't really care much for attention, like, I don't know if you notice. I don't really get on the blogs. I don't really show my personal life. I don't really show anything that I don't need to show because I just want it to be primarily about my music. That's all I want it to be about. When I'm ready to show my personality, you know, I'll show my personality. But I don't think it's the time yet because I've come back into the industry. I think people know me well enough. But I think once I do show my personality, they lock in because they don't see it all the time. Do you get what I'm trying to say? So that's a conscious effort. So then why why be so guarded then? Because that's, it's not, inst- is it instinctive? Is it the background? It's, it's really deep why I'm so guarded. If you want me to break it down, mm-hmm. I just feel like people are falling in love with a side of me that I don't like about myself. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Like the music that I make now is a coping mechanism for me. I have a lot of rage and anger inside of me. And the way I deal with it is by making music and saying what I'm saying and da 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 which I'm not lying in my bars. However, I feel like if I want to inspire women, I don't want to inspire them to be fighting or behaving outrageously because it, it hasn't helped me in my everyday life. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? I've pushed away a lot of people. You know, it's hindered me at times. I isolate myself because I don't want to let people in and then they go away the moment I lose my temper. So when I'm seeing girls tweeting and saying... Shabo makes me want to ride out. Shabo makes me want to fight. 
I appreciate the support, but that's not what I want them to be like because I don't even want to be like that. And it's something that I'm working on. So I don't want to show too much and I don't want to behave a certain type of way. Like I'm very conscious about, you know, I don't put myself in situations where people challenge me. You know, I don't do crazy stuff because that's not the narrative I want to keep pushing. I want to grow as a person and I want people to, you know, I want to inspire them to be bosses, assertive, independent. You know what I'm trying to say? So hopefully when my music comes out, people are going to see that side of me really exists. Yeah, that's difficult because it's, it's still a part of you. Yeah, it's a part of me, yeah. but it's a part of me because you have to understand black girls really mess with me and they really like me, but they like a part of me that I don't like. Do you get what I'm mm-hmm. trying to say? So it's very difficult for me to, you know, be acting crazy and fighting because I, I'm telling you, in real life, it doesn't help you. Does fighting help you in your everyday life? Do you, do you solve everything by fighting? So why would I encourage girls to be like that? But I think that's, that's you know what the crazy thing is, is that we're in this weird generation where even that's what you're trying to get away from. Mm. The other side that you probably may want to show, that may not be as received as much as the the boys. The angry. Yeah. It's because we're, we're in this generation where it's like, it's rebellious now, isn't it? Rebellious. Yeah. The more crazy you are, the more, the more you sell. Yeah. I don't think so. I think if, there's, there's different markets for things. Mm. And, you know, I'm happy people listen to my music and people relate to what I'm saying, but there's different sides to me. I'm more than just one emotion. So what what, what emotion? So what, because obviously we know you're going to be hopefully dropping a project pretty soon. Yeah. What kind of sides are we not seeing? And also, why have you not shown those sides as of yet? Is it just to wait for the project? Because if it's there, if you're showing this side, why not the other side as well? It's not just because I'm waiting for the project. It's just, like I said... I'm I'm just focused on releasing music. For me, I'm not an attention seeker. I don't care about clout. I don't care about being famous. In fact, I I I the, the thought of being famous terrifies me. Do you understand? I've been bait since I was 14 years old and I'm 24, so that's a very long time for people to know who you are and you to walk on the road and shave all your done. I don't want all of that. I isolate myself. I'm always in my house. If I'm not in my house, I go to studio. If I'm not in studio, I'm at a video shoot. I just feel like now is not the right time. And, you know, I want to show the other sides to me, but that's why I'm doing this interview right now. And, you know, I want people to know, because I feel like a lot of people support me because they remember me from 10 years ago and they they, they love the woman that I've become. I feel like they've watched me grow, grow up in a sense. But, you know, in the interviews that I have done, because I haven't done a lot, I've always been proud to say I went to uni and studied social work. I've always been proud to say... I was a domestic violence and abuse advocate. Like I was literally going to court and speaking on the behalf of women that were survivors of domestic abuse and narcissistic abuse. Even when the Grenfell Tower fire happened, I was working as a children and young person's worker. And, you know, I was helping children with PTSD and insomnia because the fire was in the night, you see. And even when you go to Grenfell, the school is right next to the tower, so they're reminded every day. And I'm proud to say things like that, but I want people to understand just because you come from the hood... Mm-hmm. doesn't mean you're limited. But I think people make assumptions because I don't show my personality. They think I'm uneducated. They think I don't lack substance. Do you get what I mean? And, you know, I think that's because of stereotypes associated to people that come from the hood anyway. 
They think you're uneducated. They think you can't articulate yourself. They think, you know, you're rugged. Mm -hmm. But that's far from the truth. That's far from the truth. And, you know, when I talk to young people, because I, I, I did something for my boy the other day called Step Now, and it's about supporting the youth. And when I have conversations with them, they think the only way you can make it out of the hood is by being a footballer or a musician. But I'm just like, wait a minute. There's a lot more to it. There's a lot more to it. Like, I actually went and got an education. I went to uni, and that's what I'm trying to show people. Like, you can be whatever you want to be. Don't get me wrong, it's difficult because of the assumptions and the stereotypes associated to you before you even open your mouth. Because people think of me a certain type of way before I even open my mouth. Do you get what I mean? And there's systems put in place to oppress us. Like, for example, did you go to public school? Yeah. Did they teach you about climbing the property ladder? No. Did they teach you about having good credit because you're going to need it? No. Because me, I was, I, I didn't pay my phone bills. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then you find out later. You know what I mean? They don't teach you how to be your own boss. They tell you to dream, but don't dream too big. Do you get what I'm trying to say? But in private schools... It's different. My it's, sisters went, they went private and I see the difference. It's so different. It's yeah. so different. They're, they're being told the sky's the limit. You can be a politician. You can be the prime minister. You can be a barrister. You can be a CEO. I bet you their credit score's good. I bet you. And they have networks available to them that we don't have. But then when I overcome these barriers and when I see people overcome these barriers and I see people face, you know, go against the odds, I'm proud to see stuff like that. Do you get what I'm yeah. trying to say? I see Mandem coming out of jail after a long bid and, you know, they own properties now. They're business owners. This one from Peckham, you know, he's now a movie actor and he's a millionaire. This yeah. one from New Cross, he's rubbing shoulders with Jay-Z. You know, she's a CEO. She's got her own hair company. He's got his own shop. I hate to toot my own horn, but Shabo Yudano with bogey running down her nose was on the mobile speaking Yoruba. You know what I mean? <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. In the grand scheme of things, we're inspiring a generation. Do you get what I'm trying to say? But then that's why I put pressure on myself because I don't want to inspire women to be angry. Do you get what I'm trying to say? I don't want to inspire them to be like me because like I said, it's hindered me. It doesn't do nothing for you in reality. Mm. Not to go too deep-rooted in it. Do you know where that anger stems from, though? You know, I, I'm I'm young, but I'm old. I don't know how to explain it, but I've been through so much things in my life and people have taken it really far with me that I've just, I'm just fearless now. Do you get what I'm trying to say? And it's something no one can fix except for me. Like, the things I've been through, and, it, and, and it's crazy because I know what my problems are because I studied social work and because, you know, I was a domestic violence and abuse advocate, we, we go by the same models when you're in that field. Mm -hmm. So I know what my issues are, but I just, it's very hard for me to, you know, get over it because that's all I've ever known. I've never known something different. Do you get what I'm trying to say? So when I lash out, when I do this, I can't help it. You know, there's times that I do crazy things and I say crazy things to people and I'm just like, you know when you calm down and you're thinking to yourself, shit, why did I say that? Yeah. Why did I say that? And, you know, I try, I try to apologise for my bad behaviour, but, you know, it's too late to apologise. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's too far gone. Sometimes it's too far gone. And that, you know, I isolated myself for the past couple of years because I said to myself, there's no point in letting people see my vulnerability and letting people see, you know, the kind and loving person that I am because the moment I lose my temper... 
And don't get me wrong, it's often warranted. But the, the place that I take it, I take it far. Do you know what I'm trying to say? So I don't let people near me. But then all they've ever seen is a girl that's lashing out. So they, they think I'm this crazy person, but it's much more deeper than that. Yeah, I mean, I think, what, again, not I don't know specifics of these situations, but it's, it's not, the craziness is not a permanent part of your character because that mm. wouldn't allow you to go through uni, college, mm. Mm. school, like like saying, try and help people, domestic um, yeah. abuse, um, talk to kids. And the fact that you actually are choosing to use your voice, this isn't a, this isn't a song, this is you saying, look, this is, there's more to me than just that part because it is easy for people to just think, I just like that. Yeah. There's nothing else to it. Yeah. But what I wanted to ask you is, the vulnerability part of it. Yeah. And we were talking about this before. I think when you get into the music industry, the anxiety of who's around you yeah. and the attentions of those around you mm. is, it goes up another level. Because mm, 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 everything's just like time to 10. So how do you, how do you now navigate this space now? Are you more to yourself? Are you able to open up or? I'm, I'm way more isolated. I don't trust at all. I don't trust because and that's why I told you I'm, I'm terrified of being famous. Like, I always talk to people that are actually famous and I say, yo, how do you lot do it? How do you lot do it? I can't do it. I can't do it because I've lost so many people and I don't even think I'm famous yet. And the reason why I've lost so many people is because I said no. It's because mm. I said no. You know, everyone's your friend when you say yes. And you know, when they can get to you and when they have access to you or when you're giving them money or when you're doing favors for them. But the moment you say no, that's when you know how people really feel about you. And that's what devastates me because they don't tell you about when I broke bread, you know. They won't tell you or they won't tell you when I hit them up and say, you know, what do you want to be? I've got you, I, I'm going to support you in whatever. They don't tell you when I'm trying to share opportunities that I have and I'm, I'm calling this person, yo, I've got this opportunity, jump on it with me. It's going to be beneficial. They don't tell you that. But when I say no, She's it's when they've problem. got negative things to yeah. say about me and they whisper it. They whisper it. They don't say it too loud because they don't want me to defend myself because if I defend myself... It'll be obvious that there's a... It'll be obvious that, that I'm not... They, you yeah. understand what I'm trying to say? But they want to whisper enough to paint a picture and a narrative before people have even got the chance to meet mm. me. Do you know how many times I've walked into a room with my arms open... On some, hey, how are you? Because I'm good vibes at the end of the day. I'm a ghetto. <laughs> I'm good vibes. And then people, you know, they're closed off. They're closed off. But when they see how I interact with other people, because I'm somebody, I don't let things like fame and clout get to my head. I'm not, you know, going to buy. Not that there's anything wrong with it, but I don't interact with other rappers. Hey, litty, litty. I don't do all of that. I'm to myself. So when they see how I behave with other people, they come to me and they say, yo, you're nothing like this person described you to be. And it hurts me because these people that are describing me in a mad way... They have to be close to you at certain points, right? They're only describing me in a mad way because I said no. I won't lose you. I won't lose you. God will punish them anyway. <laughs> God will punish them. Put that subtitle. In a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> this, and this is like... Um, it, like this, this industry, there's a lot that gets said. Mm. Like, like, and I said this before. I had a person say... I went to, you know, obviously I went to Universal for mm. a meeting, and someone said, "Bro, you're you're black." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm black." He's like, "Bro, I, I, I was told you're Asian." I'm like, "How?" Like mm. literally, people at in Universal thought the person behind Amrud on TV 
is an Asian person, is an mm. Asian guy. And I said, who, how, how does, how did that even start? Mm-hmm. Where it's just like, I'm Nigerian, I'm full like Nigerian. So it's like, there's things where there's a lot of things that are just, and that's just something. Whispers. That, yeah, it's whispers, but you, whispers. You, you can't, you can't counter it. And I think especially being that you're in a, uh, you're on a journey in your life, you understand that these next, these next moves you're doing are very critical to Important, your. Yeah. Yeah. And again, black women in music. Mm have a harder jump mm, mm, in general mm. terms without stereotypes being enforced onto them. Mm-hmm. That hasn't even been things that are true or that you even own. Mm. I just think it just compounds it, man. Like With all those things, who, this is going to sound a bit weird, but who do you turn to? Is it other people in the industry? Is it your family? Because like, it's very isolating because only you know how it will mess with your head in a way when all these things are kind of like being said you know unless it's something that's very detrimental to my character but like I said people whisper no no one don't people make sure Shibu doesn't hear nothing you understand what I'm saying no Mm. one told I don't hear but I know because of how people come to me and they say you're nothing like this person described you and stuff Mm. like that but with me as a creative anyway my head is always thinking my head is always overthinking and it's the trauma and it's the things that I've been through when I was young and I'm I'm paranoid, incredibly paranoid. Like if I think something, I don't even need proof. I'll just run with it. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? But that's because I was going through narcissistic abuse for like five years. So I was being gaslighted for five years. That makes sense. Yeah. So somebody was telling me I was crazy. I'll see, I'll see a person disrespect me. And he'll tell me, I'm crazy, I'm crazy, I'm crazy, I'm crazy. So now, when I even feel like somebody's trying to move mad, it could be the smallest thing. That's why I'm saying the anger comes from, I will lash out. Because you're already you're there. You understand? Because I feel like I miss so, so much things. But that's what I'm saying. People took it very far with me when I was younger. They, they took it far. Like, I'm 24 and I'm saying I was, going, I, was, I was being conditioned. I was being picked apart. I was being told that I was crazy, seeing things and being told what you're seeing is not what it is. For five years, I don't know no better. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? So constantly I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. And then when I lash out, I'm just like, mm, let me let me think this through. And sometimes I'm right in the assumptions I'm making. And, and my pa- some you know, paranoia saves lives. Hey, they say it's better to be... Do you know what it is? Just thinking about what you just said about... It's like conditioning there's there's ends you know like boys who just stay in the ends of social conditioning yeah and then there's like relationships and there's like Mm. sometimes people say religion but that's where like even when they hear your music yeah when you say that sometimes they say i'm crazy even like reference that kind of because yeah i've been told i'm crazy since i was young Mm. you know not not crazy in a sense of you know, I I have that side to me. You know, if you piss me off, then yeah, you'll see crazy. But crazy in a sense of what I'm seeing a person do and what how I'm seeing a person behave because I'm not, I'm not a stupid girl. I'm very well educated. So I know when someone's doing something and I know what it's called. I know when a person's gaslighting or trying to deflect or trying to do some emotional blackmail. I know it. But because a person has told me I'm crazy for five years... And you know, I'm young, so this is this is my teenage years, and this is me growing into the woman the woman that I am. Do you know what that feels like? So sometimes I will know I'm right, 
But then I'll still come to you and I'll say, you know, I'm sorry. But that's narcissistic abuse. I get it. I'm feeling bad for something I know you've done wrong. Mm. Did- and that's what so many, so much girls go through. So much girls. But it's good you're saying, because like, like men don't have consequential thinking. So they're mm. very, they don't, if you do something wrong to a woman, mm. you leave the situation, but you never really see the How life. You don't, you don't see it. Because like, it think affects. about it, like, someone may think, okay, well, we see Shabo today. Like, everything's like, you know, the bags, the money, whatever it may be. But you've had to have one head of a jump to even get to this position. Because this position wasn't, going through what you're going through, it, it couldn't have been promised, like, Mm-mm. Do you understand? I, I I believe I believe in God, and I believe the reason why I'm in the position that I'm in because there's a lot of talented people that come from the hood. There's a lot of people that's been grinding for years. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? But I feel like the reason why I'm in the position that I'm in is because God knows my heart, and God mm. knows how open-handed I am, and God knows truly, you know, how much of a loving person that I am. Even though people don't see that, but I don't allow them to because I'm so protective of how much of a loving person I am. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? But I think the reason why I'm I'm being put in certain positions is because my talent, and for me to tell my story, there's a reason why girls relate to me. There's a reason why they're falling in love with my anger, even though I don't want them to. You understand? But doesn't that also show that, that shows how many, not want to say broken people are, but how many, it's almost like you've thrown out a a, a receptor, and you can see how many people actually connect into that part yeah, I just, I, I just think there's so much things you can connect to when it comes to my music. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't connect to what I'm saying, you connect to the Yoruba because yeah. you understand. Yeah. You understand what I'm trying to say? But I think girls like me because I say what they're thinking. Because I'm somebody in real life, I'll tell you exactly how it is. I don't mix my words. You know, if I don't like you, I'm going to look mm-hmm. you directly in your pupils and I'll say I don't like you. Mm-hmm. If you do something, I'm going to say, yo... What's going on? Do you get what I'm trying to say? So I think that's what girls like because I feel like a lot of women don't know how to speak up for themselves and a lot of women are submissive. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Even in a workplace, you know, a black woman who speaks her mind and is assertive and says it how it is and is direct, angry. She's angry. She's a diva. She's a, Mm -hmm. you know? And I get that. But I I say to myself, yo, if that's what you think, I'll be that. I'll be that as long as you're listening to me and as long as I'm heard. But a lot of women don't have it in them to be like me. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? But that's because I don't think they've gone through enough pain to say, nah. Uh. You understand what I'm trying to say? So I think when they listen to my music, I just say what they're thinking. You know what it is? It's like, I feel like, again, with these things, it's almost like you had enough. Like they, they, it's, it's like there was, you've, um, what's the word? I say sometimes we are... Um, sacrificial to an extent where no we pacify things mm. right so mm-hmm. but I think you whatever you've evidently gone through mm. you just, there's no more there's no more room for this and it's like that's only like you said when you've been taken advantage of mm-hmm. because it's not by default mm-hmm. by default they're saying loving caring nature. so those things are there but if someone's I use the terminology emotionally bankrupt there's, there's nothing else to give out of the situation you have to like replenish on your own mm. to build that equity up again if that makes sense I just feel like I don't tolerate rubbish I don't take nonsense from no man no woman no 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 nobody no nobody I don't take it because when I was younger the reason why you know 
narcissistic people are attracted to a, to a certain type of people. Do you understand? They attract naive people. They're attracted to naive people. They're attracted to impressionable people. When I was young, I was very impressionable. That's why when I'm, I was 14, I, I was gang affiliated. Do, do you know how, how... Yo, do you know how much beatings I got from my mum and dad when they saw that Shabo video? <laughs> my mum, she, she... You know the WWE, they saw my sons. <laughs> Yo, my mum dealt with me. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? I was, a, I, I was a very impressionable girl. And the reason why that is, is because I always struggled to say no. Even when I didn't have no money... You know, if I love or I care about you as a person, I think it's called codependency or something. I will give you my last. I will give you everything. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? But then I got to a point after uni even, like even in the workplace, I'll be like, oh, you know when you put on your voice, hello, good morning, how are you? (laughs) Hello, good morning. You know, they tell you to do something. Okay, no problem. You understand? It got so much. I said, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm a... In me, I'm a shebo, I'm a bad this, I'm a ghetto, I'm, I'm not, yo. Now, when I speak, you will listen. You're you will listen. Out. I don't conform to the majority. I don't submit to no one, no man, no nothing. You understand? But I think because I'm so strong, it, 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 you know, I need to find a balance. Yeah. I need to find mm. a balance. This is just totally segueing, yeah? What do you think, and I don't really talk about topical issues, what do you think that whole Derek James thing? You know about the guy who was the <coughs> the motivational speaker who was doing all these things and about love. No, yeah, the it's Derek James. You know that guy. The um, I don't know if you know him. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the, do you know what's crazy? I used got, to watch his videos. And I was, used to watch his videos. But they say he's the. I watched Charlemagne's breakdown. He is the epitome of a narcissist because he had his wife there mm. when he's saying he um. Then he said he cheated on her. Mm. And then he done a video and he spoke about, you know, that's the reaction videos. He did the reaction video of himself in third person. Yeah, of, you... it, and, I look, and, it, and I was looking and saying to myself, and just hearing you talk about the manipulation, I was saying, I'm seeing it super clear, but I'm not in a situation. Mm, mm. But sometimes when you're in too deep, mm-hmm. everything's cloudy. I'm telling you that firsthand, firsthand. There's a reason why I was I was with somebody for five years on and off, taking disrespect. And my friends used to tell me, because my friends know, you know, mm-hmm. certain things this person was getting away with, nobody could ever in life. You understand what I'm trying to say? But when you love a person deeply and a person knows how to push your buttons and manipulate you, because I'm the type of person, if I really care about you, you can't do no wrong in my eyes. Mm-hmm. But that's why I isolate myself and I protect myself. Because once I care about you and once I have love for you or once I see you as somebody that's around, my loyalty, I'm loyal to a fault. Yeah. You understand? And people know how to work those strings. They know how to work my strings. Even friends that I've lost, they know how to work my strings. Can you imagine? Somebody called me on holiday, right? And they said, can I have, can I have a, a, a bag, a thousand pound? You know, for my holiday. I said, eh? Wait, I just a bag, just randomly. Just, I... just just, a bag. I said, are you stupid? Are you stupid or something? You didn't <laughs> even invite me to the holiday. You're telling me to fund your holiday. But it's because they know I will not say no. Do you understand? So they'll say things like, oh, but I can't get home. I can't get home. Or, you know, this is going on. This is going on. Because one thing about me, because I know what it's like to come from the hood and come from the mud. I can't leave the people that I knew before this. That's what they call survivors' remorse, somewhat, right? You understand? Yeah. I can't leave the people 
that I knew before this. Do you understand? Because I know what it's like not to have money and to to want to do something. Like I used to, I used to walk from Lewisham to Peckham because I didn't have enough money for train. Train was four pound four pound fifty, and you know, you know, in bank you can't bump the train like yeah. the barriers. You can't even jump it. I'm, I'm short. I'm like five foot. You know what I'm trying mm-hmm. to say? So I would get bus just to fund studio, just to fund my my music. So for me, I I overstand. But I feel like that's why people, they they call me. They call me. And it's like, there's been times I've tried to put my people in position because there's two types of bosses. I always say that, you know, one boss has an ego issue and they want to feel above their friends. They want to control their friends. And the other boss wants all their friends to be lit. They want all their friends to be in position, all their other friends to be bosses. Because if you're a boss and I'm a boss, I'm not going to watch you. You're not going to watch me. You're not going to hate on me. I'm not going to hate on you. I'm not going to scheme on you. You're not going to scheme on me. We're lit together, lit committee. You got your own thing going on. You know? But in that, in, in this whole situation, you know, I realise a lot of people don't want to be in the position that you want to put them in. And I know a lot of a lot of people that are in my position or, you know, that are doing f- footballers or whatever, whatever. A lot of people don't want to be in the position that you, you want to put them in. A lot of people aren't ready to be bosses. A lot of people aren't ready to come out of the mud. Even though they say that, they're not ready to do what it takes because for them... It's easier to have someone like me. You can just phone my phone and you know I got you because you know I you know you know I love you. You know if you need anything, I'm always gonna be there. You understand what I'm trying to say? But again, isolate myself. But you know it comes it comes this comes with a lot of creatives one and artists because it's almost like you become like genie and people just rub the lamp. Mm. And it's just like and you say to yourself, if you're not in your position, how would these needs get met? If I was if I was broke ass and I was in the mud, and you two are broke ass in the mud, I, we're both in the mud. <laughs> we're both in the mud. And I said to myself, no matter how much I give, no matter how much I give, because I give a lot, I'm just not the type of person that reminds people, or you know, you know, you give something to someone and you're calling the next person. Yo, you know I did it. But I know, and God knows how much I give. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? It's never enough. It's never enough. And the moment you say no. The moment you say no, and that's what devastates me. It devastates me. But is that, okay, so the, the no parts of things, does that heighten as soon as you're seen to be, you signed a deal? Does it, does it intensify? Yeah. You know, because since I signed my deal, or since I've got back into music, I've only been going up. I haven't been going down, but that's by God's grace. And I feel like it's because I'm such an open-handed person and I'm such a loving person, and I give back and I do this and I do that, that God is blessing me. It's God at the end of the day because there's people that have signed deals mm-hmm. and they're not, they're not levelling up. You understand what I'm trying to say? I think it's just all God's plan. I know I'm here for a reason, and I know I'm here to touch as many lives as I possibly can in the grand scheme of things. So I will never change who I am. I can't. I've been like this since I was young. My mum and dad always tell me, you're so open-handed, you're so loving, you're so this... They even tell me, stop doing this, stop doing that. I can't. It's who I am. But I can control who I have around me. Yeah. I can control who I have around me. So now I try to have people around me that I can learn from, that bring something to the table. I don't need money. I'm good. Do you understand? I need knowledge. I need people that's going to say, you know, don't forget to do this because I'm a very busy person when it comes down to my music. I'm a workaholic. You know, don't forget to eat. Don't forget to, you know, look for that house you want to buy. Don't forget to invest in crypto or whatever. Mm. 
How much is Bitcoin, by the way? Me, me, I want to invest. Yeah, boy, <laughs> you got forty one k, but. I mean, you probably you know, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the type of people I need around me. I need people that's just going to add something or people that's going to understand that, you know, I'm not perfect. I've got a lot of trauma inside me and that's going to help me. Because I know no one can't fix a broken heart. I have to fix that myself. Mm. You understand? Mm-hmm. But I would love to have people that at least understand what it's like being me. You understand what I'm trying to say? Where I, where I look at some of this, and this is why music is... Like people say it's spiritual, it's this or that, or there's a lot that goes on to it. But in any environment when you're giving yourself mm. as a broken person and then it, it then becomes a sellable asset mm. and it then becomes a brand. Mm. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The time to heal whilst moving is, is, is difficult because you're on a goal. Like, mm, mm. I, see, like, I see you doing the Puma stuff, JD Sports you know, the festivals, mm. like you're, you're now being illuminated, like in, in, in fairness, and I'm speaking for myself. Mm-hmm. So please, female rappers don't come at me, but like they're Shabo, there. Yeah, yeah. And say what say, say you, say, say with your, with your chest. Ah. Don't come. You're not hearing <laughs> as well. Back, back the thing. Back but the it's ting. like, it's because I, I thought, I saw something when they were saying, um, I think there was a complaint that there wasn't enough female yeah. artists and festivals. And I, I haven't seen the lineup, but you're there. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that's enough. There should be more, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but you're there. Mm-hmm. And when I look to where Shabo is, and then when I hear things, I'm thinking, bro, you know what? And then even the thing like um, your manager was saying before, and I was like, yeah, things are moving. Mm. It's moving. Mm. You get it? Mm. But again, it's a waiting game. But I think the whole point of it, but when would you find time for yourself, though? Whilst this is all moving, or you just have to just, just are you just having to just, just as you go along, just incrementally, because it's not there's no stopping at this stage. I just want to answer something quickly mm-hmm. because I want people to understand why it's moving. You know, I'm I'm very business savvy. My team is very business savvy. A lot of the things 
that are coming my way is because I know how to move a certain type of way. Yep. When it comes to professionalism, I'm on time. I'm on time, you know. When I work with production teams, nothing but good things to say about me. So I take my art very seriously. But for me, finding the time, like I said, music is my only coping mechanism. Everything I go through, you know, when 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 a, a situation happens, I could I could talk to somebody for like two hours and not know them, but off of me talking to them, I can make a whole song. That's the type mm. of creative I am, and that's a healing process for me because I'm I'm saying things because I'm very bad with communication. I, like I can talk, I can articulate myself very well, but when it when it comes to talking to people and you know phone calls and texting. I haven't written a paragraph to anyone in two years. I'm very bad at texting because I don't know how to say how I feel about things anymore. Do you understand what I mean? So I always put it into my music and that's the only way I can heal because like I said, I already know, if I was to go to a therapist, I already know what a therapist is gonna say to me because I say the same things to the, to the, to the, to the children that were struggling with PTSD and insomnia and all of that trauma. And I already know because I was working with domestic violence and abuse survivors. I am one. So I know what's going to be said. So for me, my healing process is going to be so different to another person who doesn't understand what they're going through, who doesn't understand the models that are being used to assess them. You know, I was doing risk assessments. I was finding refuge. Like, I, I know all of these things. But for me... It's, I think where I struggle is letting it go. Letting it go, saying, you know, it's happened. Not everyone's like that. You know, you can't just act. But the reason why I act is because I feel like people got away with so much. It's a violation, isn't it? Right. Yo, I and, and I'm the type of person, I can't sleep on violation, you know. Mm. I remember in uni, some stupid motherfucker, <laughs> she disrespected me. Yo, I, I walked from Canterbury to Kent... That's a 40-minute bop just to beat the living daylight out of that girl. Went home, slept. But I said to myself, is it really worth it? Because I'm studying social work. I could have lost my whole thing. And that's why I say I don't want to encourage girls to be like me. It's, mm. it's not a good feeling that you can't go to sleep because a person, not even your blood, not even your mum or your dad or your fa- a person can affect you so much that you're ready to go. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? But yeah. It's because I've tolerated so much, I so much. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie, like that's, I, I, you know, I was saying to the guys before I came, like I just came out the car and the, something just happened and I know myself, so I, I, I stay away from things. That's why mm. I don't, because it's, you learn yourself at a certain point. Yeah. And then you know that the best way is just to avoid anything. It's cool, like you're not going to see me, you're not going to hear anything about me, but. Because as you're saying, like, what they say in the Bible, like, you shouldn't go to sleep on an angry heart or something like that. Mm. Or, but it's certain things will just trigger you. Like, my boy Ed here, he will know, like, I'll be sending voice, like, bro. Yeah, I do the same thing. And I'm like, I'm like, I need to stop. I'm like, no, but we've got to. And I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's just. You just want to, you just, you want to release it. Yeah, because it, you want to release it. Because ultimately, and I just think with anything, people, People honestly don't know. And it's not like they need to know, but they can't fathom what it takes just to sit in a position you are in today. And where you are today, you're not anywhere where you think is where you want to be. Mm. So like, oh, Shabo, you're there. It's like, but you have probably grander visions and Big plans for yourself. 
Big you know, you're Niger girl. I know how this one goes. So, you know, <laughs> so it's all these things, but Jayepa, hey. it's all of these things. But people thinking, ah, she's arrived. But mate, there's a lot more steps to it. So I, I, I think the method you have taken is correct because anything else, you're, you're not running to the flame. If that makes sense. Mm, mm, because you know, it's about longevity at the end of the day. If I wanted the quick success, you know, it's not hard for me to jump on drill. Rapping's easy. It's easy. I've got over like a hundred songs. But for me, I don't want something temporary. Because as I said, what I'm trying to do, I'm trying to touch as much lives as I possibly can. And that's through my music. You know, when my tape comes out, I wrote a whole song about what that person put me through in that five, five year narcissistic situation. Because I know there's so many girls that have gone through domestic violence and abuse. You know. Would you do a video for that song? Yeah, I'm doing a video for that song. That's gonna be that's gonna be yeah. You know, but but stuff like that, that's what I'm saying. I feel like the reason why God has put me in my position mm-hmm. is because I'm I, my story is gonna touch so many people. Mm-hmm. It's gonna touch so many people because you, you see a lot of angry girls, mm-hmm. you see a lot of broken girls, but no one really understands what pain we've gone through. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? And you know, the guy can just walk away. Yeah. The guy don't even care. How can you walk Anyway, yeah. anyway, God yeah. will punish them. I want Lori Bruku. We move. <laughs> when, when did you? Okay, you may have you may have spoken this before, but ten year gap. Mm. Going back into music, what 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 was the what can you walk me through the day, the moment that you just said, you know, music's I'm 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 going for it again. Um, you know, because I because I was bad when I was younger. Um. You know, Nigerian parents, mm-hmm. their pride and joy is to say, my daughter has graduated university. Has your daughter graduated university? My, my daughter has You get graduated. that calls. You get the calls. Yo. As soon as she at 21, like, oh, what? where is it? Doctor, lawyer? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's the pressure. Mm-hmm. It's the pressure. And I really wanted to make my parents happy because, you know, my, I, I've put my, my parents and my family through a lot. You know, when my first Shabo You Don't Know video came out, it wasn't something for them to be proud of, you know? So randomly, just before you... Have you got any siblings? Yeah. Are yeah. you... Okay. I have an older sister. Mm. You know, she's a, she's a, the goody two-shoes. I get, yeah, I'm just trying to figure out the dynamics, but yeah. I get and then it. I have three brothers. Okay. But the, bro- the brother closer to my age, you know, we're like two peas in a pod. Like, he gets me, I get him. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm. And I have younger brothers. But I really wanted to make my family proud and my family happy. And I wanted to get an education for myself because I said, you know, I can't be chilling in the streets and yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. What does that get me? You know? And I went to do all these jobs, you know, worked this place, worked that place. And I said to myself, because you put on a persona and a much more polished version of yourself when you get into your workplace. You do know that, right? Mm-hmm. When you're on the train or when you're on the bus or when you're in the car, and you're listening to, you know, mm. gigs and this person mm. and that person. And then you're, you're on the phone to your friends and you're like, yeah, what are you saying? What's pounding? What's up? Mm-hmm. But then when, when you get to work, good afternoon. How are you? Double consciousness. Is that what they call it? Something like that? Yeah, yeah like yeah. you polish yourself. And I said, I can't do this for the rest of my life. This is long. This is long. You know, I was, I was doing really well for myself, you know. But I said, this don't make me happy. If something don't make you happy and you're waking mm. up in the morning, you're just like, oh, shit. I got work. I used to sit on the train 
listening to my music, just screwing everybody, like, <laughs> screwing everybody. I said, yo, listen, don't sit next to me. Because it, it didn't make me happy, mm. you know? And if something don't make you happy, imagine doing something that don't make you happy for the rest of your life. For the rest of your life, that's long. So, I, like, literally, every paycheck I got, and thank God for my managers who believed in my dream because I've had a lot of people sell me dreams. And that's why I always tell people, know the business because I know the How business. How the dreams get sold to you? Give me an example. When I was younger, you know, when you're in the hood and you're trying to do music, everybody says, you know, let me manage you. Let me put money into you. Let me invest into you. And, I, and people, because they know you're passionate about your dream and they know you love your dream, they'll take advantage of that. You know, they'll, they'll, they'll make bogus contracts, you know, they're not going to tell you certain things. They're not going to tell you, you know, don't use YouTube beats because you're not yeah. going to own them. You have to get your beats created. You know, don't sign long-term contracts. You know, don't, they don't tell you that. So everything I've learned in this music industry, I've learned it the hard way. I had to learn that the hard way. You understand what I'm trying to say? But thank God for my managers because I, every paycheck I had put into studio, studio, Music video, I was buying outfits for my music video. And I had my managers see that I, I was so passionate about what I was doing. And then they put money into me and they invested into, in, into me. And I'm loyal, I'm loyal to them to the end. They're still here with me today because they, they believed in me. You understand what I'm trying to say? I can never switch up. But a lot of people don't have managers like that. A lot of people don't have people like that. Perfect. And a lot of people, they get, they, they get their heart broken and their dreams smashed because... You know, people want to take advantage of you. People don't want to tell you the ins and outs. They don't want to tell you get your own Ditto account or make your own YouTube channel or own your own name. You know what I'm trying to say? They don't want to tell you all of these stuff. But, you know... The game's built based on... It's built of exploitation. Yeah. From the top to the bottom. So. Yeah, but you can't exploit me. Mm. You can't. Everything I've learned, I've learned the hard way. But I'm, I'm happy I learned it the hard way. I'm happy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. The... You know when you signed your deal? Because you said about music making you happy, yeah? Mm. And I won't put the words into you, but is there pressure to it? Because if, if this is the only thing that's going to make you happy, mm. then it has to, make, it has to be successful. Because mm -hmm. if it's long term... Mm -hmm. oh, I, but look, I already know, like, you've already... Even in your videos and everything, like, we can already see the future of you, whether you're looking at it or not, like, acting, whatever. You've already got that personality where people will be seeing. Yeah. Maybe it's a shame we're going to do movies, but when you... Say you love this, it's your release. But now you're in a situation where it's also a business. Yeah. How do you deal with that part though? There's, you know, I'm 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 with a label that they understand me as a person, and like I said, I'm not no girl that submissive or conforms. And you know, a lot of people come into label situations and and they let their managers do the talking. My managers talk when you know they're very concerned or they, they got something they want to say, you know, but most of the time I say what I'm saying and I don't, you know, <laughs> no, this is what I want. Black and white, right? This is what's happening. This is what's happening. And luckily I have a label that's very supportive of me, very supportive of me. If I want to do this video or that video, it's happening. It's happening. You understand what I'm trying to say? And, you know, I don't feel pressure to be successful because for me, I know what I'm going to be. I know what I'm going to be. You know what I'm trying to say? I've only released, what, three, four songs? Three, three songs? I don't even know how much songs I've released, but that's nothing 
I grow every day as an artist. I'm always in studio. Like I said, I don't I don't go holiday. You don't see me clubbing. Mm. You don't see me lit, lit, lit. I'm working. I'm working because this is something I'm really passionate about. And my it, it's not it's not for the money or the fame because I don't want to be famous, but it's for you know, my story to be told properly. There's a reason why I had my natural hair and it was getting cane rolled. I thought of that. Yeah. You understand what I'm trying to say? Because I know so many black girls and black women are going to relate to what I'm saying. There's a reason why, you know, I've got jollof rice and I'm speaking your bad. <laughs> you know, if they wanted to pressure me, they would they would tell me, you know, do this, do that. They don't tell me what to do. They don't they let me do me. That's the way it should that's 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 the ideal situation where this is who I am, and let's find a way to push this mm, to mm. the masses, as opposed to this is a product. Can you do this because we think this will work with that mm. over there? And don't they, get me wrong; they have their suggestions, mm-hmm. but I'm open to suggestions because you know there's certain things they would know that I don't know. I'm not coming into this thing knowing everything, but all I know is who I want to be and how I want to push myself and how I want my videos to look because. Certain ways that I do my videos is very unique to who I am. You understand what I'm trying to say? Like the way I rap, the way I, it's me. You understand what I'm trying to say? But they'll they'll tell me certain things. Maybe you can do it like this. Maybe you can do it like that. Some sometimes, you know, I let them sit and edit my videos. I'm not fussed because it's like you, you you're giving me most of what I want to do anyway. Yeah. So if you want to have your inputs, whatever, I don't mind. You know, your way might be the right way. Who's who's to tell? Yeah, There's you, different ways to, to to skin a cat. You know. Yeah. Do you, okay. So, I always like well, not that I always ask this, but as soon as you sign your deal, how do your parents react? Jesus, na bigimak. Hey, Jesus, na <laughs> Yo, my mom and dad. Hey, no, no, you know praise and worship. Yeah. Once you start with praise, then you mm-hmm. go to worship, mm-hmm. then you do the prayer. <laughs> yeah. They were they were happy. They were happy and. The reason why they were happy is because, you know, any Nigerian parent, they just they just want to see their, their children successful. And I'm so happy that I showed them, you know, music can get me somewhere because now my brothers and my sisters are doing their own thing. My sister's got her own business. You understand? My brother, he's like 12 years old and he's doing computer coding. He's learning how to do computers. Yeah, these youngsters are getting it. You understand? Uh, yeah, and, yeah. and my other brother is doing football and he's learning how to do music as well. Everybody's chasing their dreams. And I'm, I'm so lucky to have supportive families because even when I didn't graduate uni, my dad said, look, you don't have to finish uni because, you know, billionaires, they, some billionaires, they, did, they didn't go to uni. They didn't. But he said, as long as you know what you're doing, go for it. Anytime I come back to my house, you know, it says, Shebo, Shebo, you don't know. Come and sit down. <laughs> Shebo, you don't know. But the only advice my parents always give me is don't get carried away. Don't get carried away. Don't lose yourself. And I try not to. But it's, it's, there's, there's elements that does encourage. Because it's, 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 it's a trap, in a way. Even, even just social media, in a way. Mm-hmm, even mm-hmm. social media, is, as like, I've watched that documentary, The Social Experiment. Just even what it does to us, I just think everything's like the Truman Show. Mm. Like we're not, mm. you know, I'm not going to show you my bank account, but I'll show you a roadie though. Mm. But <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not yeah, reflective. Yeah, but but with me, you see, when my parents say "don't get carried away," it's it's in how I treat people. Got it. And how I behave, 
Because you know the Nigerian culture, we're raised a certain type of way. Mm-hmm. You understand? If you see, if you see an older person, you, you carry their, you prostrate, hello auntie, hello mm-hmm. uncle, you carry their bags. By default. You carry their bags. You say your please, you say your thank you. Every morning I had to wake up, knock on, my, knock on the door. Morning daddy, morning mommy. I had to stay in the kitchen. I would pretend to sleep. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. I would pretend to sleep because every day, look, go, in, go in the kitchen, learn how to cook. Da, 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 da. But there's certain things instilled in us and there's certain ways our parents raised us to be. Yeah. And we, we maintain it throughout our, you know, when we get to adulthood. And that's why we get certain to certain places because we have certain respects and certain manners. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? So my, my parents always tell me, you know, your shebo, your your star. People know you're Nigeria. You know, my, my friends are calling me, you know, because he always used to send me to get Laika. If it's not Laika, it's Libera. If it's Libera, not Libera, yeah. it's Tok Tok. Rubbish. Yeah, go, get a, go, get, go get a scratch the thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. We weren't using but, a WhatsApp. Yeah, but he always tells me, don't get carried away. Don't get carried away. And I still go to Deptford Market till this day. And I'll still kneel down to the aunties that are selling plum tomato. If she sends me shop, I don't care what I'm doing, I'm going. You understand? I go to the barber shop. Because, you know, these people knew me before I was who I was. You know, I still go to Deluxe, you know, Nigerian restaurant. I still get jollof rice, ayamasi and rice. Yeah, 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 you understand? Mm-hmm. Because I'm trying to keep an old routine and trying to remember where I've come from because I feel like that's how people get carried away. You know, when I first got into it, I was, you know, moving a bit crazy. But that's how people move because they're not yeah. used to certain things. Mm-hmm. But then I had to dial it back so... Even though I isolate myself, I always make sure I go back to my family. We sit down, we talk, we hash it out. You know, my dad tells me, do something with this person. How's this going? Because your parents are always going to keep it real with you at the end of the day. You know? They're like angels. They're like your guardian angels. Yeah. They get birth to you. So they know. They know their kid. They know their children. Yeah. Yeah. They do prayer for me. They don't pressure me for nothing. My parents don't pressure me for nothing. I I could go a month without talking to my mom or dad. But then... They'll hit me up, yo, I'm just, you know, I'm just checking in, how you doing? Even if I don't call them back, they understand that I'm busy. Yeah. They understand that I'm busy. But when I do come back, you know, if you have honour and you have integrity and you stand for something, you're always going to make sure your family don't want for nothing. Mm -hmm. But that's why I'm doing music. Because I'm trying to build generational wealth. I'm trying to make sure my family, and then God willing, when I have family as well, nobody wants for nothing because I know the opportunities we, I didn't have. You understand what I'm trying to say? But these people in private schools, they've got so much networks. So I just want to make sure my family don't want for nothing. The beauty of what I even hear you talk is just literally, you're all about the music. Mm -hmm. So it's just that whole thing of the preconceptions or whatever they may be, or just the the stigma or anything else. I think it's somewhat, if it was out there, it's been dispelled because you're you're speaking your own truth. Mm -hmm. And... That's it. Whatever you've heard elsewhere, if I haven't said it, it's not that. Mm. And I think that it's 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 clear to see that this is um, you're really in it. Because I I've I've met people and I'm like I don't know if they really wanna they really love this music thing. I you know? I, I love music. I love music because I'm not capping. You understand? I I speak my truth. And you know, right now all people have heard is anger. But it's because I was coming from the mud. You understand what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. I was coming from an angry place. I was coming from pain, trauma. And I still have that in me. But I've I've found ways. You know, as a creative, you always develop. Your mind is always changing. You so sit let down. Just, let me just speak about that. That, that part of, I want to say indecisiveness. Like, in a creative head, how how do things keep on 
I'm constantly overthinking everything. Everything. You see, after I, after I finish with you, I'll overthink what I've said. Like, you're just a creative, mm-hmm. but that's how we create. You know, creatives, my brain is wired differently, if, if that makes sense. Yeah. But it's mad because that's because of the trauma. That's why I'm such a good rapper. I don't know how to explain it to you, but that's why I'm such a good rapper because my brain is wired differently. I overthink every little detail, every little detail. So, like I said, I could see a person, speak to them for two hours. They will say something or do something. I will make a whole song out of it. But this is my thing. So the overthinking part mm. is that connected to fear? Because if you're overthinking, that like, I'm thinking when you overthink. It's anxiety sometimes because it's connected to what, what is the outcome if this isn't no, right. Because oh, I'm thinking, well, how does that overthink? Because it's like, if, like, for example, if I say, yo, Shave, I want you in this tune. And you're like, yeah, yeah that's hard. And then it's like, like, what's it usually connected to is what I'm saying. It's, it's loads of different things. And it depends in what aspect. When I'm creating, I overthink in a sense of, I'm overthinking a scenario. And that's why I'm just like, you know, I make the best, song, best songs when I'm angry or in pain. Because I'm very hands-on with my video shoots. Because I'm a girl, so I'm very angles light. Blah, blah, blah. I overthink how I look. You understand? Or I overthink, you know, oh, let me put jollof rice in this video. Let me put Fanta mm. in this video because then people will know this is me. This is you, It's the smallest things. But Talk because I overthink, because I overthink, that's why it's in the video. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Um, when it comes to trying to explain things to people... I don't know how to say things because I'm an artist. I visualize things in my head. And artists create in loads of different ways. Like there's so many different ways to write a tune. Some people will write the bars, find the melody. Uh. Some people will write punchlines. So there's different ways. But when I'm trying to explain things to people, I like to find references like pictures. So my my, my way of overthinking it, it's just, it, it literally depends on what I'm doing. It's weird. I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> I, don't no, have to I, I mean, I can interpret it. Do you? Okay, so on your project, mm. do you have any collaborations on it? Yeah. Okay, so just when you go about collaborations, mm. how does that work? Is it do you have to vibe with them? Do you have to really get that connection first, or because I can imagine, and I know, and I know this for a fact, there's studio and I've been in them. There's studio experiences or studio sessions that don't all the way go as to planned. Plan. Right, so I'm saying, how do you then make the right type of musical marriage with the people you're working with? I think the best music comes from the people you genuinely, genuinely mess with. Mm. You genuinely have a connection with. And I, and, and, and I stick to that because I've seen it firsthand. I've seen when I've made a business move and it's like, I made a song and I, it, it won't come out. But when I make a song, I can already tell this is... Mm-hmm. But when I make something with somebody and it's like I genuinely mess with them with a the person, I have their number, I can phone their phones, I can, you know. And a lot of us creatives, we we have a lot, like, proper creatives, like, people that are like, because you know there's creative and there's creatives. Us creatives, like, we have this connection where it's like we know how we both think and it's, it's similar. Mm-hmm. So when we're making songs, it just makes sense. It just makes sense, and I, I and I try not to lose that, and that's why I don't do so much collaborations and stuff like that. Because for me, it's not only about business; it's not only about you know get where the clout is. This person, nah, I don't need to because not to sound boastful or Tokyo. cocky. Oh, talk it. I'm very talented. 
I'm very talented. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? For me, it's about how much I connect with you and how much I think we understand each other as creatives and how we think and how we process things because that's how you're going to get the words. Mm -hmm. That's how you're going to get the melodies. Do you get what I'm trying to say? So I, I try to maintain that in my in my creative process and when I'm doing features and stuff. I've sat down with the people. I've sat down with the people, spent time with the people. The people genuinely show me love. They genuinely hit me up. You know, yeah, and it just makes business smooth. Yes, yeah, it makes it smooth because we're already cool. So, so what's what's twenty twenty? I mean, we're in this weird pandemic now, but we've been given the green light to wireless. They say wireless is going to be in what Crystal Palace. The so ghetto, man, it's not too far from where I used to live, so it's it's local. But yeah, <laughs> so and then Redden and Leeds, which I think you're doing right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How are you? Will you be nervous or you just you just go straight into character mode? I'm so used to it at this point. You know, I, I did wireless last year. I did loads of shows last year. But it wasn't, it was virtual shows. It, vir it, wasn't, yeah. it wasn't people. But I think, you know, I needed lockdown. Not COVID, hmm. but lockdown. Because I think if I started doing those things very quickly, because it was happening really quickly... I would have been burnt out. And on top of that, I wouldn't have experience. So I wouldn't know how to do this and I wouldn't know how to do that. So everything that I've done is to prepare me for when yep. everything opens. That's how I like to look at things like, you know, negative, positive. Like I'm prepared now. Like I know how to project my voice. I know how to sound how I do when I'm recording. And those are the things you have to really think about. And when it's a big stage, you, know, you have to know how to move and how to interact with people and the fans and still be yourself, you know. And I've got my DJ Rem, mm -hmm. who we just instantly, good energies, good vibes, have a connection. So I know how to interact with her. When I did the mobiles, it was just, you know, yeah, vibes. Yeah, yeah. Vibes. You, you, you she's vibes too, in it? So yeah, it's like yo, yeah, me and Rem yeah, in a yeah, room together. You have you you have enjoyment. It was a party, <laughs> yeah. It was that. Do you, I want to speak? Um, just kind of rounding up, but I want to speak specifically to all like black women. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to go into the shadism stuff, but um, I think about representation. Yeah. For you, were you ever impacted by a lack of representation of like black? black women who look like you, who came from where you came from, like mm. growing up, did you ever look and not see those those reference points? And if so, how does that impact you? Because we, I I hear it a lot, but I'm a black man. So mm -hmm. I don't know mm -hmm. how that affects other black women. But then now you're in a space where people can now look to you, but did you necessarily That's have that? That's where the pressure comes from. That's where the pressure comes from. But when I was growing up, I was a, I was a huge fan of Nicki Minaj. Mm. You know, I was a huge fan of Nicki Minaj. So I don't even know how to answer that question because I wasn't looking at skin colour and stuff like that. But I know it's something that is a big thing because we do need more black women in certain positions. But that's what I was saying. You see, when they're seeing more black people, black men doing their thing, mm -hmm. we're inspiring a generation. You know, there, there might not be a lot of black women in positions right now, but they're seeing us do better than we did last 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 generation. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Like, wait... We're growing and true growth and true impact takes time. It takes time. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? God willing, when I get to the position I'm getting to, a lot of black women look up to me. A lot of black women, you know, relate to me. I'm that person. Do you understand? If it's not me, it's somebody else. It's not that, it's, you know what I'm trying to say? So 
change takes time. Are, are you guarded with your goals? Hmm? You are you guarded with your goals? You don't. Are you someone who likes to say what your goals are? Or do you keep it to yourself? My goals. Do you mean as far as music? Yeah, just like the aspirate not aspirations because like aspirations. me personally, I don't really talk on my things. I don't. Oh, because you don't want evil lie. I already know what it looks like. But I think, I think, I think, you know, my aspirations are just like, like I said, I don't want to be famous. I don't want to be, you know, but I want to make music. I want to touch as many lives as possible because for me to do social work and do domestic violence and abuse and do Grenfell, you understand, there's a certain characteristic inside of me that's like, you know, touch as many people as possible. Transforming lives. And, you understand yeah, what I'm trying to say? So. It. Yeah. That's that's all I want to do. Whether whether I become the biggest female rapper or, you know, I'm still going to do what I want to do. Do you get what I'm trying to say? But as far as me and what I'm trying to achieve, I just want to own as much properties as possible. Okay. I really want to climb the pop- property ladder. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. But that's because I want to leave something behind. Mm. You know, I want to leave something behind because... I know what I went through. It's my, like you, you know, you know when you've gone through something. You know, you, there's no hope until you use the kettle. You understand what I'm trying to say? Do you want that for your future kids? Yeah. You don't want them to know how hard it was for you to get. They might not be able to get through it like you did. You understand? Yeah. They they wouldn't know how hard it was for you to get certain jobs because they've already stereotyped you a certain type of way. But if we can help them and give them the things and the tools that they need from early and when they're growing up and telling them, yo. You can be whatever you want to be. You want to be a boss? Be a boss. You want to run this? And thank God for social media because I think it's helped the black community with opening their own businesses. So much hairdressers now. So much nail tech. So much... I'm seeing more black nail techs. More black nail... Obviously, you're guys. You're not going to understand. But it was was usually Asians that were doing nails. I'm seeing more black nail techs. I'm, I'm seeing, you know, fashion designers... And and there's black girls right now that are practicing how to do hair on a Barbie doll, and somebody that's practicing hair how to do makeup on their mums and that because my mum she used to call me all the time, call the aunties as well. I, I used to have to do makeup for everyone. I said, "Mom, me," <laughs> you know. But they're seeing somebody who's made something out of that. You know, the guy that's come out of jail and he's got his own properties. There's there's young people in jail that have made one mistake and they think their life is over yeah. because they think they can't apply for a job. Because, you know, he asks, is, do you have any criminal convictions? But when he's seeing the guy who's just like him that made one mistake, that's out of jail now, and he's, he's doing his own thing, inspiring. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.